0: got myself i
1: the one Always Jimmy. New celebrity. Hey, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and co-host Deirdre Sarego. Bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And man, did we have a great show for you today. Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: Good morning. Uh, what is it, afternoon? Wake I up, Ron. I have such a cold. You're gonna have to bear with me if I sneeze in my rough voice and I'm stuffy. You sound and- sexy. I oh, know I sound like I'm sick, <laughs> but anyway, you, everything is sexy. I have RuPaul oh. sitting on my lap. You remember her, him, because all the tranny stuff we're doing now, you know, out in the media because of Bruce Jenner. Uh, Bruce Jenner. What's his name? Bruce Bru- Jenner. I said Bruce Jenner, like everybody's a joke. <laughs> 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 Anyway, you know, RuPaul, she likes to play with the microphone, you see? Cindy says you sound like Brenda Vaccaro. I know, Brenda. I work with Brenda. Are you serious? I work with Brenda for 14 weeks. Everybody's saying get better soon. Hold on.
1: Let's keep going, though. First of all, let's introduce the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hi, Jimmy. Hi,
3: Ron. How you doing?
1: (laughs) I got a cold, too. That's hilarious.
3: Yes. We want to say, oh Hi
1: every Firestein. they're laughing. Okay. So I also want to like give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. The chat room is full. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We've got Daddy Muir from the Daddy Muir Show on W4CY. That's um Thursdays at two. Um, we have Douglas Coleman from the Douglas Coleman show. and that is uh, Tuesdays at three. And we also have just a lot of great people. So we've got Chinzia, the fabulous Lady Lake Cindy, and Lady Lake Jen. I don't know who Angela is. Chad's in there. Tristan from Australia. Dave, probably from Stars Now UK. I'm sure Ginger Iris is in there. Uh, Elena. Anyway, everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for being there. we got a great show. We have Lady Lake Music recording artist David Martinez and actor Jeremy Dozier coming on. Going to be a lot, a lot of fun in the meantime. I'm gonna turn the microphone over to my cool, outrageous, sick co-host, man, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: <laughs> well, here we go. You know, um, everybody is buzzing and buzzing and buzzing about Bruce Jenner, and yes, everybody's happy that he's got the—how should I say—the balls. Well, he—he oh. he still has the balls to go out and tell people that what he is and what he wants to be, and how he feels. Uh, Which brings me to next week's show. We won't have one. I think we're on rerun. Yeah, we're going to do a repeat, which I didn't tell anybody that yet. Simply (laughs) because I was invited to Liz Lauren, the famous illusionist, who is a Janae Montague King, the fabulous uh, creator of um, cosmetics as well as, uh, I don't know, what would you call them, medicines or shit to make your face young? I mean, it's fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> shit to make your face look young I mean, he DMK worked. Cosmetics everybody Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah. I use his stuff it's fabulous the guy's 72 years old he looks 12 I mean his stuff really works it goes in it puffs up it makes you look young whatever it is it works go to DMK Cosmetics and look it up and you might want to uh, get some and, and try it and then let me know how, how well it works uh, Danae has been my friend for many years and I love and adore him he's one of my closest friends and he's invited me to his wedding because he's getting married to Drew Astor. And they're getting married at their home, which is called Ari Hall. And it's a mansion on top of a mountain in uh, Hacienda Heights with a valley bu- view that's breathtaking. And they're doing the wedding in the garden around the pool in the gazebo. And it, it's a three-plateau uh, mountainside home. So there's steps that we all have to walk up. And uh, Dene, who is Liz Lauren, said... Uh, and you have to lift my train over a bush. So, you know, of course, you know me. I I had to play with that one. And I said, well, then that wouldn't be nice. He said, what do you mean it wouldn't be nice? I said, well, if I lift the train over your bush, people are going to see and and think it's vulgar. So, of course, he said, (laughs) Jane, I didn't mean that bush. I meant the bush around the gardens. So, anyway, that's what's going to be. But the reason I'm going also is because Stuart Milk of the Harvey Milk Foundation and of course those of you who don't know who Harvey Milk was he was the mayor of San Francisco who was brutally murdered by a crazy homophobe and his son Stuart Milk has this wonderful wonderful foundation that Jimmy and I are getting very involved in and the proceeds from uh, Liz Lauren's wedding instead of giving gifts whatever monies you would give she has asked to give to the Stuart Milk Foundation. Harvey Milk Foundation. Ha- well, it's Harvey Milk. I don't know if it's Harvey and Stuart. I'm not that clear. It's the on Harvey it.
1: Milk Foundation and Stuart Milk is and the Stuart, president.
2: And Stuart Milk is not his son. I'm sorry. It's his brother. I don't know. Ooh, I don't even know who Stuart Milk is. I haven't. I mean, I know all about the foundation, but it's West Coast, and I do all the East Coast foundations. So when I get out there, I'll find out all about it, and of course, I will tell everyone. The third week, th- 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 not this next Wednesday, the following Wednesday. We'll talk all about it. Um, years ago, many years ago, when AIDS started to kill so many of the friends that I loved and adored, I made a vow, and I made that vow publicly. And I said, Ron Russell will never say no to any benefit that helps people. And I've never reneged on my word, and I won't now. The thing I don't really care much about is I have to be in drag. Excuse me, I have to cough now. <clears throat> I'll do that periodically. Um, I am the matron of honor. Now, when I portrayed Jane Russell, I was always sexy with boobs and slit in my gown. And, you know, really a sexy tomato. And Liz said, could you not look like so much of a, of a showgirl, more like a demure person? So we had this wonderful dress made, very 1945 looking, with flowers in the front. Uh, it's really funny pictures will go up you will see them but after that there's a magazine layout coming many magazines are doing photo shoots and they've asked me to model also in the photo shoots and for that i've got an outrageous costume that you won't believe wait
1: till you guys see the pictures you're gonna love it
2: costume is magnificent the gown is breathtaking the hair the whole illusion of what i'm portraying is really going to be phenomenal so we're hoping we have about 200 people coming uh i believe maria shriver was invited as well who was a good friend of Stuart Milk's, and a lot of notable people, Tippy Hedren, my old buddy, may be there, Uh, a lot of people that uh, Danae and I share as friends, mostly Beverly Hills uh, Society women, you know, like the woman that owns the uh, Four Seasons Hotel there, Beverly Cohen, uh, just so many of those really ritzy-titsy old broads that we're going to look like, because he's 72 and I'm 12. (laughs) So it's going to be a fun event. Anyway, I looked it up, too. Just what so you is know. It? You tell me what it's about. So
1: Stuart Stuart Milk is the LGBT human rights activist and p- political speaker, and he is the nephew of civil rights leader, Harvey Milk. You have to talk. So he, can, he told me to stay away. So oh, I'm fine, so yes. Yeah. Okay. So he's the nephew of Harvey Milk, um, so and it's the Harvey know. Milk Foundation, right. and it's going to be a blast, and it's going to also be really helping people in the LGBTQ community. Right. Well, the
2: thing I like about it is so many teenage uh, – young boys and girls they look in the mirror and a boy sees a woman and a girl sees a man and they don't get it they really think that they are the opposite gender and they're confused they're confused in their sexuality they're confused in their who they are it's got to be hell I mean just think now you look in the mirror and you see George Washington okay or Abraham Lincoln or if you look at, if you're a 6 foot 4 muscle bound man and you look in the mirror and you see Marilyn Monroe I mean how do you deal with that you see one thing and you are another they kill themselves they commit suicide
1: It's a great foundation
2: so many young boys and girls 14 15 16 are committing suicide because nobody understands them society won't accept them they are freaks of nature, so they think, but they're not. I know many of these young kids, and I will meet more at the wedding.
1: It's going to be great. I can't wait.
2: Yeah, it's it's really, you know, it's a beautiful thing that Lauren Denae Montague King is doing for other people. But, you know, if you know Danae, he's the most kind-hearted, generous person you ever want to meet. I mean, he's helped so many people, gay friends of his that were down and out broke as a bat and he always came to their aid and gave them money and said, and you don't have to pay me back. I mean, he's really a terrific guy doing a terrific thing. So if anybody out there feels they want to get involved with this and they want to send some money or do a benefit for them, uh, contact Danae Montague King. Uh, He's on Facebook. I don't know the rest of his Twitter crap and all that jazz, but I'll have more of that for you. We'll get all the information when we're out there and bring it back. Anyway, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be in the media. It'll be all over the place, so you'll get to see plenty of pictures. There you go. Now, you know, I'm not feeling well. I have this dreadful cold. I'm exhausted, we've been traveling, we've been doing the, the, the one magical week and then we came back to two other events and I said to Jimmy, I can't. Sunday we were supposed to go to uh, Center City, Philadelphia to the Gay Pride Parade and I said kind of a yes and then I said no I really can't do it and Jimmy said let's not, we do so many parades, one won't kill us to miss. So I said, let's take the dogs, because we have a lake right down the road from where we live. I said, and let's go to the lake and get a a sailboat and take the dogs and go out for the day and just relax. Well, we got there with the dogs, and they said dogs are not allowed on the sailboats, (laughs) and they wouldn't rent it to us. So, you know, I got very upset. I said, stupid, like what, the dogs don't know how to swim? He said, "No, but they may this, especially your dog is so big, may you know, injure or topple over the sailboat." So I thought, "Screw you." And as we walked away, I said, "Jimmy, we have to buy our own sailboat because they have a boat launch there, and then we don't have to depend on these dummies. the dogs are going to knock over the boat. Where the hell do they come from? these people? <laughs> Pensatuckians, they call them. I't they? They don't have any teeth. They have like five teeth missing. They're 700 pounds, and they dress like Okifoki swamp people. And, and anyway enough of them so the phone rings and who is it but these people that we know that had invited us what happened you have like three minutes till the guest calls okay (laughs) so anyway they invited us and they said fran drescher is going to be at the philadelphia center city gay pride parade well i started screaming i love fran drescher and if anybody out there's been following me for years you know i'm dying again
1: anybody knows fran drescher like we need fran drescher on the show from the nanny.
2: You know, I mean, I've been trying to. I, I asked Lainey Kazan for her number, and Lainey said, "You have it, call her." I don't have it, Lainey. Anyway, Lainey Kazan, who played Aunt Frida on the show, is was on our show. Renee Taylor, who played her mother, was on our show.
1: We haven't had her.
2: Wait, Mark Jacob, uh Jacobson. Mark Jacobson, Fran's ex-husband. We've had him on the show. We've had everybody on the show except Fran Drescher from The Nanny. And I want to do a reunion. I want to invite Lainey, Renee, and Fran on the show. It should be a riot. Those three crazy dames talking about The Nanny, which is a show that we all still watch and rerun and love. Well, P.S., we get there. 600,000 people were expected. Yes, they were. The parade, you couldn't get anywhere near it. You couldn't move. You couldn't walk. We couldn't even get to where we were supposed to go to meet these guys to see Fran Drescher and meet her. So I just... Fell into exhaustion. And I said, "Screw it, screw her. I'll see her in California." And for we didn't sure. work it out well. We didn't.
1: Like, we found we out at the last it. second. If we would have planned that ahead, we would have just called like a week ahead of time and said, "Hey, who we are," and they would have let us yeah, in. Yeah, I
2: mean, you know, we have we have we're media. we are media. We're gone
1: all the time, and so we didn't know. <laughs> no,
2: I mean, we have we have media passes. Whenever we go to events, we have media passes, which gives us, you know, we're, we're reporters, media. So we go anywhere. We can go in and out of every place there is and get to see Fran Drescher. But she lives in California, in in in, um, in Malibu, in, in uh, what the hell is it called, the private area there, where I have a couple of friends. So I figure I'll go into the colony. It's the colony at Malibu. Uh, if I could get through the gate and go down to the beach, I'll find her door. And I'll knock on her door, and I don't give a crap. And I'll say, now listen to me. F- You're from Flushing. I'm from two blocks away, Astoria, okay? You speak like I speak. You're not a phony or a show-off because you married a billionaire. She married the man that invented Facebook or something?
1: No, not Facebook. What did he invent? I don't know. Google or something.
2: Google? This guy is a billionaire (laughs) and she's not a snob. She, she's got more money than God. I mean, she's incredible. And she didn't forget her gay friends in Philadelphia. It was great. She's from Flushing, New York. Anyway, that's the update up until now. So I guess we have a guest coming on yeah, soon. Yeah, we're going to have
1: a guest coming on in a minute. and
2: So i have a minute more to talk. Uh, you can say hi to everybody in the chat room. Well, yeah, I always say hi to everybody in the chat we're Seeing Ru Paul said hi, and look at her, she's nasty. Look what she likes to do with the mic. I said, Ru, why do you do that with the mic? She said, I need to keep in practice. <laughs> <laughs> those of you who are not, those who you can't see it, you're better off. <laughs> tough, tough luck, or 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 as or or as they said in Gypsy, tough titty. Yeah, so so we'll do a couple ads now to get them out of the way. Yes, How's that? First yes. of all,
1: everybody, we had a blast at One Magical Weekend. And please like the Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash let's go play or just put One Magical Weekend in there. Like and see all the pictures that are there. There's going to be some new videos coming soon. Follow us on Twitter. And they're already taking reservations for next year at onemagicalweekend.com. That's going to be really cool in a minute. David Martinez is going to be calling in. And we also want to let everybody know if you're in the Philadelphia area tomorrow night. We are going to be at Chickie and Pete's. It's 11,000 Roosevelt Boulevard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The phone number is 215-856-9890. And the reason that we're going to be there is to go see Sharon Leah and the Sharon Leah Band. So Ron and I are going to be there. Sharon's fabulous. She was on the show a couple weeks ago. We can't wait to go and actually meet her in person since we only saw her on Skype. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so please, anybody in the Philadelphia area, come on out to Chickie and Pete's. She's playing at 8 o'clock, so you got to be there before 8
2: So come and meet and greet with Jimmy and myself. And she's a gorgeous girl, this Sharon Leah. But you know what? Her voice is so fabulous. It belongs on Broadway. I keep telling Jimmy that. I don't think the songs that she does now uh, merit her wonderful voice. I mean, they're good songs and her voice is good. But boy, I'd love to hear her in a Broadway musical. She's got no... She hits those C's like nobody can. There you go.
3: Like she's Like Bernadette fabulous. Peters.
2: I mean, she's a fan fabulous- Tomorrow we're
1: going to get to hear all different kinds of music from her. Yeah.
2: And you know, usually people sing through all kinds of equipment, you know, that make them sound good. Like Barbara Streisand now poor bitch she can't sing anymore well she's 70 (laughs) she's 74 years old you know the vocals i can't sing like i did the vocals go when you're in your 70s they get weird you start to sound like an old lady hello hello you know that's so anyway when barbara sings they put her through channels of this and channels of that and they have digital stuff now that if you make an incorrect note it automatically corrects the note so anybody can sing today if you're in a multi-million dollar studio but this girl is natural, she's young, she's clean, her voice is brilliant, she's brilliant. And we don't get anything out of plugging her, believe me, you know, she's not on Jimmy's label, nothing. We just like her and she's a nice girl and we wanna give her a good push.
1: She's fabulous. She's know- she's a lady like artist and all the lady Lake artists <clears throat> we're having on the show and we're all big right. supporters of each other.
2: I met Bernadette Peters 100 years ago. Her father was Lazaro Italian bread from Nassau County. I forgot, Mineola. And we used to get Lazaro Italian bread. It was one of the best Italian breads. And I met her in a sewing uh, machine store, you know, fabrics and stuff. And she was there with her sister. And I guess her sister was a chaperone because it's a very strict Italian father, and his name is Peter. And that's where she got the name Bernadette Peters from. Well, years later, I met her again when she was doing uh, Dames at Sea, and we chatted a lot. And then I've met her several times, and one time she told me a story you might like. She was on the Carol Burnett show singing What Will I Do? And she was singing it to her dad, because her dad wasn't speaking to her, because she moved away and was living with uh, Steve Martin. And the strict Italian man didn't approve of that. So she was crying and she was singing the song and I was totally moved. And the lyric is, what will I do when you are far away? And, and, and I only have a photograph. You know, it's a sad, beautiful song. Anyway, Bernadette Peters is a great talent and a sweetheart of a girl. And she's down to earth and she's so Italian in her, in her upbringing and in her ways. I like her a lot. But did she ever get married, I wonder? I haven't seen her in like a thousand years.
1: I actually don't know.
2: I think she did get married. I hope she did. Cause she was a good, she's a marrying kind. She's like the type to stay home and bake bread and pizza. You know, she's not showgirl. She was never like Hollywood drugs and booze and wild parties. She's always a, a very nice Italian home. Girl. I hope everybody out there knows who Bernadette Peters is or I'm killing myself. One of Broadway's greatest singing stars. Did we do it?
1: Um, Hang on one sec, um, Chad. Did our guest disappear? Hi, no, Captain. They're having really bad storms in Texas, and that's where he located. <laughs> oh. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Um, I have to see what this thing says. I see that he's called in. Is he actually there?
4: It says they may need to update. I'm right here. Might need Hello? to up, update Skype. Is what it
2: says.
1: it. Hold on. T- talk for a minute.
2: All right. Just, just, just do, do like Dorothy did. Click your heels three times, and you'll be back home. If a tornado comes, there's no place like home. Yeah, do it that. There's, and click your heels three times and say, "There's no place like home." There's no place like home. And if you don't go home, what can I tell you?
1: We're not going to be able to do it, video. So
2: you're going to have to get blown them. away in the tornado hurricane. Hey, David, what are you calling on?
5: I'm calling uh, right now. I'm calling on my phone. My internet keeps going in and out, so it's oh.
2: we're,
3: getting,
5: we're getting we're getting hit by a tail end of a uh, tropical storm out here in Texas. Wow! Perfect, perfect timing. Yep. It, at the time I'm supposed to be on <laughs>
1: London, Texas. okay. Let's just go. Let's just go with it Let's just go with this and not worry about it then and uh, we can do a video one another time That way we don't like waste all the time and we can get it all going. Oh, so, everybody, oh. All right, everybody so welcome to the Jimmy star show lady lake music recording artist. Mr. David Martinez calling from the storms in Texas Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy star show How's it going? It's going fantastic. I know you've never been on the show. Let me introduce you around, starting off
2: with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, I'm sorry. You're in a. a how do you have a tropical storm in the <laughs> desert? We're, we're like, <laughs> a tropical storms are on the east coast. You know, Florida, hurricane. Where you are, it's probably tornado or a, a, a desert storm. They don't have what? deserts in Texas, do of they? Of course they do. Texas oh,
5: no, a- well, we, we, I live off the beach coast. I mean, if, if you think about it, south and
2: South. Then it's a tropical storm, apart yeah, a
5: tropical. So I live off the Gulf of Mexico, so it's oh. not like no, are, we're not, de- we're not it, desert out here at all.
2: Where are you exactly? Corpus, Corpus Christi. Oh, Corpus. I've been to Corpus Christi. I drove that whole coast. I had friends of mine that were on the Mexico uh, Cal, uh, United States border, and the town, I can't remember the name of it.
1: There's this picture there so you can see. Uh huh. We got a picture of you on, uh, so people see what you look like posted up on the ITV on the beach That's with your right. guitar. And and let me also introduce you so you know, Ron, we got the man behind the boards. That's Chad Murphy. David Martinez, (laughs) welcome to the show.
5: Thank you, Chad. Glad to be here. And we
1: got a chat room full of people, lots of David Martinez fans. So how about give a shout out to to the chat room and give a special shout out to Lady Lake Cindy and Lady Lake Jen.
5: Hey, hey, guys. What's going on? Thank you for listening. Hey, Cindy, Jen. There you go. I'm I'm sorry. Bill's the one who's attacking us right now. So, We That's should. what it's called, Tropical Storm Bill.
2: Well, you're coming in clear. If we suddenly hear your voice sound like this, hello, <laughs> let me know that you're now in New Orleans. Well, like Dorothy otherwise, so and you, you got carried to the, <laughs> <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. That you blew in New Orleans, because <laughs> you're not far from New Orleans.
5: No, no, about 10 hours.
2: <laughs> oh, you're not 10 hours. You're 10 hours through Texas. When I, when I lived in Florida, I used to drive to California a lot, and I took 10, Route 10. And it was from, from uh, Boca Raton to New Orleans was 10 hours. Oh, no, wait a minute. Texas is 12 hours long. Yeah. Yes, it takes, imagine, 10 hours of torture. <laughs> Going through Texas is torture because I went through the panhandle. Did you ever drive the panhandle of Texas?
5: No, I never have, but I've driven oh, through Texas. So trust no, me, not, no, it's
2: I'm not a not happy experience.
1: Actually, he tours all over Texas, so he's probably pretty used to most of it. Well,
2: where are you? Because he's a
1: musician. Yeah, well, I play around
5: the places I usually play is a, either Houston, Dallas, uh, San Antonio, and mostly Austin. I have I a show in Austin Friday night, so
2: I love San Antonio. Don't you love San Antonio?
5: Yeah, it's a cool place. My, one of my best friends lives out there. So it's
2: uh, one of the most beautiful. I think it's the prettiest place in Texas, to tell you the truth. I love it. It's hilarious. It's beautiful. Now, Martinez, you're Hispanic. You're Mexican.
5: Yeah, Hispanic. Yeah, Mexican. Right. Mexican- so what-
2: Mexican descent. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm Italian descent, but we still are proud of it. Come on. Okay. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I, say, I always tell people I'm Italian. You know, I'm really listen. I'm Italian, born in America, but I'm really an Italian. My body, my blood, my flesh, my face is Italian-looking. don't look American. If I, I did, I'd be an Indian. <laughs> right? I'd be an Indian if I looked American. So, where were you people from in Mexico?
5: I, you know, honestly, I, I think if if I had to really guess. Cause I've never really talked to my mom about it. She, That's I know on my, I know on my grandfather's side. There was a lot of Spanish European blood, but uh, I'm thinking like Matamoros area or somewhere around there. When they, so you, you
2: not, didn't come from, you didn't come from the beach areas.
5: No, no, we uh, we came from a, uh, we came from down a little past the border, but that that was over, that was over a hundred years ago. When I, I think the last time somebody from my family came across oh. the border.
2: So. so now you're so American, you're Irish
5: yeah absolutely <laughs>
2: <laughs> now listen in your music do you ever incorporate any wonderful uh spanish guitar stuff
5: you know sometimes i do you know you know what's crazy about the question you just is like i'll play la bomba sometimes because i grew up on that movie and that's one of the movies that i learned how to play music i used to play my guitar to it and it's funny it's like i could i could be somewhere like in. Of course here in Texas, but I could be like in Massachusetts or somewhere in California or in Seattle, and I'll play La Bamba and people go nuts.
2: When I was seventeen years old I hung out in the bar in Woodside, Queens called Gildays, and they had a band there. And we'd all sit around and gab with the girls and stuff, but the minute they played, up I ran, danced, flipped around like a crazy man. You cannot keep still with La Bamba. No. Don't. I I'd give anybody fifty bucks if they could sit there and, and just look like they're bored. And it's a like, great movie. Oh, I don't care about the movie, but I, I care about. The- no, but really, what is it about La Bamba that is so exciting and so electric?
5: Well, I think I think it's the groove. You know, it's kind of it's kind of got that moving groove. Kind of kind of like an Elvis song, but in Spanish. You know.
2: Like who like, Elvis?
5: Yeah, like if you know, you know how you always wanted to
2: dance. Elvis, Elvis couldn't move me if if you put a bullet up. Ryan wasn't house. a big El- Elvis fan. I hated fan. him. I hated him. <laughs> He likes well, Richard Valens, but we, Elvis. We, No, we, we were jealous of Elvis because we the same time. But Elvis used two pounds of makeup because he had a crater face skin. He had eyeliner on, <laughs> eyelashes, eyebrow pencil, jet black dyed hair, and they photoshopped him. And the girls would go, oh, he's so gorgeous. I'd say, yes, yeah, see him in the morning washed. And, and he looks like his father. <laughs> I mean, you know, we used to hate him. All my friends, we, we were tough guys. You know, we came from from a tough neighborhood, and we hated Elvis Presley. So was know. he
5: like the boy band of back in the days? Would like would you would say what Justin Bieber is now?
2: Justin Bieber would be dead in my day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Killed. No, but he's saying like, what was the famous? He's he's who like- was famous in my day? Oh, no, but- no, no,
5: no. Like, would would you consider Elvis like a Justin Bieber?
2: Again, like in Elvis's days. No, he- no, no. Elvis was not a. Ju- no, nobody's. Nothing is like a Justin Beaver. That's a, <laughs> that, that, that's a thing of its own. No, that's something in its own place. I mean, he, I don't like to knock the kid. He made a fortune of money being a schmuck, but you know, Justin Beaver doesn't go anywhere in my world. Uh, who is the big shots in my? He likes day? Johnny Mathis. Well, that was if you were doing classical hey. music, but rock and roll. I mean, come on! It was the Supremes. Forget about oh. it. It was uh, uh it was uh, what uh, Mary uh what the hell was her name? Uh, my my best love of my life. I
1: forgot the lady that died, I forgot her name. Mary, Mary
2: Wells was the big thing in my day. Nothing in the world could ever take the place of my guy. My guy. Yeah, oh yeah. Bro, well you know,
5: me and Cindy do have extensive conversations about the Motown days and about oh, you know. Motown was Marvel my game. day. Yeah, that, that I love that. I, I mean I watched uh, I watched the Temptation's Mina series like four times.
2: To <laughs>
1: Hold on, hold on. Let's go. Let's, because first of all, like, I want to, like, I just
2: want to finish my point. Okay. I would play Motown on my portable, you know, radio as I walked to the park with my girlfriend, and all the old guineas out on the lawn chairs would go, What are you listening to those black people for? And I said, Because they're better than listening to you, old fucking guineas. (laughs) And, And I got such a bad reputation in my neighborhood as being a dirty mouth and a nasty guy, but I didn't give a shit. I was one of the first people to support black music and black people. I've got wonderful wonderful f-
1: everybody wants to know in the chat room what is on ron's microphone and that is RuPaul, paul and she is masturbating the stand Nothing in case you're in like wondering
3: <laughs>
1: so for all of you all looking and if you aren't watching us on itv then you don't get to see it so you can just imagine it
2: anyway i just want to make one point wendy moton remember the name wendy moton probably one of the greatest singers of our day do you know wendy moton
5: no, I don't, but you know what? I, I guarantee you I'll look her up.
2: Look her up and play with her. She's all over the country. Her voice does everything. She does country. She does pop. She does rock. She does uh she had two and-
1: two like platinum hits in the nineties or whatever, and now she's like touring with Michael McDonald or Everybody.
2: somebody, but she's, she's phenomenal. She's big cheese and I love her to pieces, and she's absolutely the best best uh singer out there now. Get to know her and get her in your show. And let her do a couple of pieces. She's fabulous. And we don't even handle her. We're not making a nickel on it, so we're not pushing no, We just like her. We just love her. No, I love her talent.
1: So and, hold on. Let's go back, though, to David, though, because, like, I want to, like, tie, tie, tie it all gonna, back we're together. We're going to talk him
2: for a long time because we have a lot of time. Um, we don't have a lot of time. Well, we're going to make a lot of time because I like David. Okay. You, nice. I
1: like David, too. So first of all, thank everybody you guys, thank you, Mark. is a fabulous musician. And, like, I have two songs, David. Um, I have. Where could I go? And what you need? Which one w- should we be playing? Like, which one represents you that you want everybody to hear? At least first, we might not have time to play two full songs, but we'll we'll play a clip of the other one. But which one do you want to hear in its entirety?
5: Well, I think we should do what you need because that one has a groove to it. You know, okay. it's, Chad, you you might want to get up and dance. You know?
2: Yeah, the beginning of that, I said, "Oh my god, that's I, a different." That's
4: different.
1: Okay, so um, so uh, how about this, Chad? You got what you need ready?
4: I got it, Captain.
1: All right, so how about, David, because I want everybody to hear what you sound like, and then we can come back and talk to you about music and everything that you're doing, but that way they have a sense, if they've never heard you before, of what you actually sound like. Um, So we're going to play it. You introduce it for us, and then you hang on to the phone, and we'll play the song. As soon as it's over, we'll be back to talk with you.
5: You're listening to What You Need on Jimmy Starr.
4: But I don't know.
1: martinez david love it it's very very catchy and everybody in the chat room is actually like posting up links and stuff to buy it but why don't you tell everybody where do we get your music
5: well you can find everything on cd baby if you want physical copies and if you want uh and, and digital downloads you can also go to itunes and uh, amazon uh you could stream it on outlets like spotify beats music rhapsody and so on it's it, it's everywhere so i mean you can find my music at any, any one of those outlets, mainly. And if you want a physical copy, like I said, CD Baby.
1: So what And what album? Because I know you have two albums, so what album is what you need come from?
5: That's on my debut record that I uh, recorded about seven years ago. So um,
1: David Martinez, right?
5: Yes. It's just yeah, self-titled. I got,
1: this, I got all this information. So we got David Martinez is the first album. One More Time is the second album. Am I right? Yes, that's correct. God, I am the shit. I got it all down.
2: <laughs> I say you are. You definitely it's are. It's good dance music, good voice, good song. And and you know my RuPaul doll, did you see her dancing? No, he can't see because he oh, doesn't have see. internet. We have we have a RuPaul doll. Oh. It's made to order, it's magnificent, and it's she's a platinum blonde. Of course it's RuPaul and drag, but if you look at her and I tell her not to open her legs too much, she has on little lace panties with a penis in it. See everybody her penis? She doesn't mind. She's in lace panties. I'm showing the camera. (laughs) So, you know, I tell her, keep your skirt down, but it's such a short mini skirt. You know, we're doing a transgender show today, so I thought I'd bring on the RuPaul (laughs) Doll. And everybody could look at her penis before we have it cut off.
1: Uh, No, we're not cutting it off. No, she She wants wants to keep hers.
2: No, she said she wants to be a chick with a dick.
1: for david martinez like he's well, like david oh my martinez, god
2: i bet you never expected this on the jimmy star show <laughs> Oh, you know oh did we get you baby
5: no i've listened to the show a couple of times especially oh, so you know when we had cindy on so
2: i you know i'm nuts
1: yeah
2: i like you you're a nice guy you're, you're sociable you know how to talk on camera some of our guests i want to shoot them <laughs> they, all they, do is they say my name is mary dugan and i'm on wxyz and then tomorrow you can see me on fmo2 and listen to me on w04 and my twitter is twitter 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 twat 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 <laughs> I mean, what do they do? and you, you know that's not what people want to hear don't come on to just tell us where you are and where we can find you let us know a little bit about you so that's why like i asked personal qu- you got a girlfriend?
5: Most days. It just depends. <laughs> <laughs> you, should have said,
2: you should have said most nights.
3: <laughs>
2: most nights. There you go. Either or most or nights. Or. Well, a good-looking guy like you on stage dressed like a cowboy is every woman in Fag's, you know, uh, fantasy. So I bet you get a lot of uh, jockey shorts and panties thrown on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: know what? You know what? You're not you're not far off, man. It's, it's- I
2: think so. I mean I know a couple of gay guys that would kill for you, so you know, if <laughs> funny, I- let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> oh, you could <can> believe it. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. So- no, he's a cool guy. You're very cool. No, he's like a cool you. guy you're you- cool.
1: You guys too. Like you can check out more about him by going to davidmartinezmusic.com. Uh, I want to give you some props for everybody who, uh, who who's never who's tuning in now for the first time. If you've never heard of David Martinez, first of all, shame on you. You should have heard about him. And, if and you, you will now. Um, and now you will. He's uh, for all you guys who who are into Reverb Nation and, and musicians and finding out who the hottest things are. David Martinez for all alternative music on Reverb Nation. He's number one in Corpus Christi, Texas. He's number eight in the United States, and he's number fourteen in the world.
2: So we're we're talking about he's
1: big shit. He's and, shit. and his
2: music is country, but it's not that sappy syrupy. it's Not really
1: country
2: though. No, it, uh, it has a country beat to me. Alternative rock. The is alternative rock? <laughs> some, that's that's what the kids like, call it these days. It was, the country music made nice. No, yeah, that Ron has a little bit of problems every
1: once in a while with the music. Now category wait a minute. Is.
2: Wait a second. Let's go back to that song. That song is not jazz. It's not pop. It's not R and B. It's rock. That's rock? Yeah. Not in David, do my-
1: you consider... I know, but see, that's because you consider the Supremes rock. No, I don't. They you were, did, but- too.
2: You said rock and roll earlier. Just a minute ago, you said... Well, the Supremes came under the label of rock and roll. Okay, but
1: like in our day, in our generation, they wouldn't be considered... <laughs> they would be considered... <laughs>
5: R&B. Dave, what do you
2: call your music?
5: Well, I mean, I, I basically just go down to rock and roll. That's basically what it comes oh, down to. Because
2: I, 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 would never. No, see, if I was looking for your album and I went to the rock and roll sec, no, I wouldn't go to the rock and roll section. I mean, rock and roll to me is like Earth Angel. That's not rock and roll. That's like what is that? That's not. That would be pop now. Rock r- Earth Angel is pop. Well, now it would it be considered was the, the pop. Birth sort of rock and roll. It was birthed rock. And, if it wasn't for Earth Angel, rock and roll would never be.
1: I know, and now they would consider that pop.
2: Rock and roll in the early 50s was only on black radio stations. White people did not touch it. If you sang black music in my day, they'd hang you from the nearest street. I
1: know, but they don't call that rock and roll anymore. All so of has changed. So the
2: black people said, I'm a rock, I'm a roll, you baby. And that's when rock and roll came about. And all of us kids fell in love with it. We loved it. I mean, the Ink Spots started it in the 40s in my sister's era. It was the Ink Spots if i actually says you. funk
1: which it is kind of like funk rock too that last song was but we're going to play another song yeah, and that i want to am going to analyze the next okay we're going to play the next song then so everybody can hear it and this song is called where could i go this one's a little bit mellower i think if i remember yeah, correctly I song. Um, so tell us a little bit about this song
5: uh, i just wrote it i wrote it a few years back and i uh when i did the record i was like i was actually having a, conversation with a A friend of mine, and she was telling me how heartbroken she was, so I just ended up writing that song because I was like in a melancholy mood after it. But
2: why'd you break a heart? This one's for the ladies, then. This one's why (laughs) why did you break a heart, you dog? (laughs) You broke a woman's heart and then wrote a song about it.
5: I keep the names uh, confidential for uh, for, um, privacy. There you go. Well, now
2: listen, when she was crying on your shoulder, you should have been caressing her and kissing (laughs) her and licking her neck and putting your tongue in her ear and telling her everything will be okay, honey.
5: Who's to say that didn't happen?
2: yeah oh. <laughs> you could stay on our show all day i love you you come back see finally with jimmy we got somebody with a brain so this one is, comes back this I one is it. called
1: first of all everybody this Yo, one quick. this
2: one's for the ladies
1: and the gay guys and everyone who likes like cute guys with long hair and uh <laughs> and and i'm just reading the chat room so uh <laughs> and you know what
2: all my gay friends say they love going out with mexican men because they're all tops very rare, rarely are they bought. <laughs> oh my gosh
1: I can't believe you just
2: said that <laughs> Why what's the bad thing about that A couple of my gay friends say Mexican guys are tops Okay well either way <laughs> They're not like screaming Kai Kai queens Like these, these Americans <laughs> <laughs> They look like football players <laughs> They get them in bed and they throw their legs in So the how about way. this Chad you got the song ready <laughs>
5: Yes. This is David Martinez and you're listening to Where Could I Go On the Jimmy Starr Show
4: sleep at night when i'm staring down the barrel of my life and i feel this pain the pain that brought me here from hell again
1: Martinez, you can get it on all the different places and, and your voice sounds like somebody and I can't think of who it is. Like when you do the the chorus part when you do the, the verses part of it, I don't it's like the I can't I can't place it. It's like the smithereens or somebody like somebody who was really super famous like in the eighties or nineties and it kinda like has that feel to it and I thought, man, that's just awesome. It like made me you know, you
5: know what you know what one guy compared it to my voice to it was like I I don't know if I could really say it, but a Delamitri or something like that. Yeah, Delamitri also I'm on video. I finally, my internet came back on, so. I'm
2: actually- uh, uh, put, your, put your puss on the television. Chad, how come I can't? Can you see him, Chad?
4: Uh, hit video icon again, maybe.
1: Hit the video icon again, David. Meanwhile, why
2: are you doing that? Your music, this one sounded uh, definitely yeah. rock. Soft rock. Uh, I figured it out. Your voice sounds country, and your music is rock. And that's yeah. reminiscent of the hippie days. My hippie days.
3: All right. Everybody that used to
2: sing in those days, they all had a country sound. The enunciation of the words was like southern almost, you know, country sounding. And the music rock. That's what you are. You're a country voice rock music guy, which is very reminiscent of the hippie.
1: Loved it. Loved it. Now you can see him.
2: Yeah. Look at you. (laughs) No, those girls go for you. They throw panties on the stage.
1: So, um, so real quick, because we're gonna run out of time. Uh, I want to get in some shows, and I just want to ask real quick, because I know you go to South by Southwest like every year and and perform. It's like a super big deal, like just to be able to go there and play. Uh, you know, obviously you got a following, and they know how talented you are. How how much fun is South by Southwest? Because I want to go with a camera crew and videotape the whole thing.
5: It's a it's a riot. I I guarantee you, everybody and anybody who's uh is out there. Rachel, do you like Rachel Ray, Jimmy? Yeah. She's out there. She has a showcase. You know a lot of people Matthew McConaughey hangs out there.
2: Is Rachel still fat? She gained much weight. That's... What the hell is with her? <laughs> I mean she she's does beautiful. She does she's gotta stop eating her cooking. <laughs> she gained a lot of weight and it's not healthy. And, and her food's delicious, she by the way. Left him speechless. <laughs> well, well, I mean, every, what you haven't got a camera, a television? You see how much weight she's gaining. <laughs>
5: I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm having a good time.
2: You no, know, she's a fellow Italian too. Us Italians get fat easy because we got good food.
5: Well, that's how it is. That's how it is. Corpus Christi is always voted one of the least uh, fit cities because we have Mexican food out here. People eat tortillas and beans and cheese, and and we have a Mexican food restaurant on every block, you know, practically. <laughs> So it's like, and that's the same way with San Antonio. It's always, but then you go to a place like Austin and Austin's like, it's so weird because Texas is a red state, but Austin is like a blue state. It's like Berkeley, Texas, not Berkeley, California.
2: But isn't it more Texacana food?
5: And, um, I don't know, but it tastes good. It's, it's kind of, it's, (laughs) it's,
2: it's, it's, well, the the, the reason it becomes Texacana is it's tacos and then they throw in a cow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'll makes it Texas. They not a full cow, Jimmy. They cut it and I cook know. it. I know. I'm not. I oh, got I'm, it. All right. He's looking at me like I'm weird. So South by Southwest yeah. is fun, though.
1: Oh, it's absolutely a we Wait, we're definitely gonna go. We're gonna de- we're gonna definitely go. So, so also, I know you got some shows coming up. We got a I I, I don't know how many shows you have coming up, but I know that coming up in July second, you're gonna be at the Cole Park Amphitheater in Corpus Christi at seven thirty, and then Friday, July third, you're gonna be at the Mathis Cultural Days Freedom Fest. And, and and the dates are if you guys go to davidmartinezmusic.com. you can see the dates. And then you have another show. I just didn't you just say Friday or something? You have a show? Yeah,
5: Friday I'll be playing with uh, Stephen James. From, he's from Corpus Christi. We'll be playing in Austin at the Rattle Inn. So, music kicks off around ten o'clock, and then the, the July second show is with Ian Moore, and he he has a following around Texas, and he's been on the circuit for over twenty years. So, and then we and then Billy Joe Shaver is the guy that we're uh, playing with on July third, and also Bank of Vallejo. If you look at Billy Joe Shaver, he's one of the outlaw guys with like Willie Nelson and Johnny Cash. Apparently, from what I read, is that he shot a guy in the face and asked him where he wanted it.
3: Ooh, oh, I love that! It's so it's so New York. <laughs>
1: That's
5: super. I like that. That's why I had to tell you. Yeah, that's why you had
1: to tell. So listen up, everybody. First of all, uh, if you want to know what's going on with David Martinez, follow him on Twitter. It's at David Martinez Mu, and you spell Martinez M A R T I N E Z. Or go to David Martinez Or make sure you're following at Lady Lake Music because she tweets for David all all his stuff that he's got going on all the time, and it's fabulous. And I think that uh, we're definitely going to have to have you back when we can do the whole video thing again in a couple of a couple of weeks. Weeks or months, you know, we got to let a little bit of time pass. But we wish you luck with everything that you got going on. We're glad that you're safe in the storm, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show.
2: And have a packed house at the Rattle Inn. Do you love the name? It's so Texas. The Rattle Inn, love it and like it was- rattlesnake. It's ra- or oh, the baby rattle, rattle okay. in.
5: I will be recording some new music, so I'll, I should have something coming out at the end of the year. So maybe we can do it then. And uh- that was fantastic, Terrific.
2: David. You were a great guest. Thank Thanks, you so Jimmy. much. And see you again. Bye, bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye. David, <laughs>
1: gotta bye, bye. I
2: love it. Now that's a good guest. He comes back, he gives you a little, bit of, you know, he gives you some meat to eat. Fun, and he gives you answers. He comes back. I like that.
1: I love it. So everybody, that's David nice Martinez. Guy. Follow nice him guy. on follow him on Twitter. Check out davidmartinezmusic.com. <clears throat> Go to CD Baby to get his music. It's great.
2: He's a super super nice guy and now, uh, all what, fun. What, what kind of music would you call Willie Nelson's country? See, he sounded like Willie Nelson to me. Uh, no, okay. his voice. Okay, that's okay. Not the music so much as the voice. It was definitely a country voice. He could be a shit kicker in a minute.
1: He could. Oh, absolutely. Well, he. I, I think he does all different kinds of. Right. You know. I mean, he does La Bamba,
2: and he also does this I kind of. La he La does Bamba. a little bit of everything. Love, 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 love. We should play La Bamba. Chad. No, we're not going to play so La I Bamba. So I can get on the table now and dance naked. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> though, so funny. I'm going to give you some
1: new country because listen up. Uh, we got a we got a new artist, everybody, and his name is Buck Johnson. And he's got a song called Country, Rockin' and Reelin'. And the cool thing about Buck Johnson, uh, besides the fact that he's gonna be a huge country artist, is that he's also the keyboardist for Aerosmith, which is one of the most successful rock bands in the history of music. I
2: loved Aerosmith. And so we're favorite. gonna
1: play this new song for everybody. It's called Country, Rockin' and Reelin' by Buck Johnson. Let me know what you think, Chad. Check it out, everybody. Buck Johnson.
0: Kept some bad company and sang some delta blues Alabama born, southern stock Got a little twang when I start to rock And I'll never be cool as the man in black You Heard that train coming, rolling down the track I'd ride the rails, sleep on a bed of coals Just to make it down to muscle shows
3: Yeah, cause a
0: some guitar.
1: everybody. You can find him. He's at Burley Clyde, B-U-R-L-Y-C-L-Y-D-E on Twitter. Chad, what, you're the country man. What'd you think? That's pretty badass, right?
4: Yeah, that's basically country rock, you know, And because uh, those distorted guitars probably wouldn't even be country if it didn't have the slide in there, but, but I like that. That's my style of country.
2: I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah,
1: I thought uh, I thought music again. I thought you might like that, Chad. I think it's going to get picked up by radio and everything big time. And it doesn't, you know, it's kind of cool too that he's also like the keyboardist in Aerosmith, like now,
2: like
4: yeah, like that now. that doesn't he hurt. Sounds,
2: sounds like Rod Stewart if Rod Stewart ever knew how to sing. No, really, he's like <laughs> he's like Rod Stewart really singing. That's because funny. he's got a better voice, but he, it's a Rod Stewart voice. Just, I never thought Rod Stewart had a voice.
1: I love Rod Stewart. Yeah, I,
2: I, you know, I met him on Rodeo. What, what? I, I met him on Rodeo Drive one day. I was walking down with some friends visiting from New York, and I'm showing them Rodeo Drive. And a big white Rolls Royce convertible with tan upholstery pulls right up next to us on the street where well, you're not supposed to park, of course. And he had this big, tall, skinny broad with him. I think it was his wife at the time, and he got out of the car with that platinum hair and he's a midget he's little and he's old and he's wrinkled look like a chicken with with white hair and he was going into one of the stores to pick up a package and i thought to myself the rolls royce he's rod stewart why is he picking up a package you know why doesn't he have it delivered something strange there so i was dying to ask him when he came out so as he came out of the store i said look at you rod stewart and he gave me a dirty look and he got in the car and drove away so i thought screw you I never liked him since then.
1: That's so funny. <laughs> he I like little, Rod Stewart.
2: He's not very polite.: pl- He's like the pleasant. third record.
1: The very first record I ever bought was Elton John, Captain Fantastic. And then the second one I ever bought was the Bay City Rollers. Do you remember the Bay City
2: Rollers? Bay, Bay, S-A-T-R-D-A-Y.
1: And the third one I ever got was Rod Stewart. Those were my first three records I ever got.
2: I think his license plate had, was Dollar Signs.
1: So I we went- <laughs> had a weird. No, really, he really had a strange, I believe that. He
2: had a strange license plate. I'm trying to think of what they it was. They had his house on MTV Cribs. His house is like unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think his. his, his uh license plate with dollar signs.
1: So real quick to everybody in the chat room we got a couple of people I want to just give shout outs to that not that like I I can't always shout out everybody anyway but we got Carnell from Twin Radio great 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 radio uh, station you guys should check out Twin Radio we want to give a shout out to Dave Davis from Independent Share he's also got a great radio show that promotes great indie music and Jimmy from the Aquarius View is in the house so we want to just say hey to all you guys and I don't know if I said hey to Jane Yates the author either she's a fabulous author so uh, anybody if I missed you I'm sorry I know there's a lot of people in the chat room but we do appreciate all you guys tuning in and we're going to be bringing on our Hollywood Vixen in a minute I got one more new song I want to play I want to
2: do one plug oh go ahead Chinzia thank you for the artichoke flower recipe not recipe but uh, yeah I think it was a recipe as well yes Norny, my grandmother used to make that also it must be a Verona thing um, and guess what Father's Day is Sunday and my daughter Leslie said she's going to make them for me on Sunday because I have such a yen for them and folks out there don't throw the flour of the artichoke away you cook it it is a way of doing it and it's absolutely delicious so Tanti Grazia Cinzia.
1: And here's okay. Hey, Chimsy, what's up? And so we're gonna play a quick song. Uh, We're gonna bring on our Hollywood Vixen. This is also a new song. It comes out in a week in uh, iTunes. And so we're gonna go from rock to country to a little like old school R and B. The name of the artist is Gino, and the name of the song is "Love in My Eyes." It's not available yet, but it it will be available shortly. And Chad, you got it ready? Let's do it. Here we go, everybody. Gino, "Love in My Eyes."
4: See, I was innovated by the worldly games. All the looting ladies was my favorite thing. Yeah, I thought of leaving, but I was just a fool without your love, girl.
1: Gino, the name of the song is Love In My Eyes. It comes out in about two weeks also, the same as Buck Johnson. And uh, next time we play it, I'll, I'll get all his like Twitter and all the different information because right now I don't have it. And um, so there you go. And now we want to like
2: love it love it love it love yeah, it's it a love it love song. it love it love it love it love it my kind of music the voice is fabulous the beat is my beat the sound is my sound i think it's gonna go up there with crystal ball there you go i hmm. think it's gonna have crystal Ball room's gonna have a little competition yeah. with this song it's got the mood the sound the thing love it what's his name gino what gino, just, gino. just plain old gino gino. Yep. gino you're fabulous there you go love it so i gonna- do
1: were you gonna do
2: something? What am I gonna do? I take my pants off and wiggle. Hey! Helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, what? what? What do
1: you want to do? You said you were gonna do something to
3: introduce her.
2: No, I didn't say I was gonna do something to introduce her. I was gonna say I've got wonderful kids. One is of making you do. me the flowers from the artichoke, and Deirdre's cooking right now in our house chicken mm. soup for me. Isn't that sweet? Because I'm sick. My daughter's making me chicken soup. How fabulous is that? Yes. That yeah, that Deidre girl is fabulous. I don't know why some go. sucker out there is not marrying her. <laughs> Come
6: on. So no. what's up, Hollywood
2: Vixen? She, co- she looks like this and she cooks. Give me a <laughs> Say break. Say hi to everybody am in I the clean. chat room.
6: Hi everybody in the chat room. How are you? Hope everybody is doing well. I am feeling better. I know that there were some questions and people hey, were saying. I caught saying, my call from her. Yes, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, and I actually don't sound like I am a uh, teenager going through puberty because <laughs> earlier all this week, from being sick and having this upper respiratory infection, I sounded like.
3: And that
6: guy like I was like, it was like this
2: high pitched, horrible went- gravel. I went to the doctor. She said it's just a cold. Uh,
6: mine was not a cold because you don't have what I have. I mean, I had like the chest cough, the pain. I mean, green and like like yellow, yeah, well, thick uh, snot. Okay, we don't every need morning. That. We don't need that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, the doctor <laughs> said that if I didn't take care of mine, it would develop into that green stuff. Well,
6: mine, uh, mine went into an, an upper respiratory because infection. Because you weren't that's popping
2: vitamin C's and orange juice.
6: Okay, you both oh, have yeah.
1: sicknesses. Let's yeah. go. Let's move on. <laughs> which, which sickness? Men- ment- no, but we don't
2: physical. have to compare. Who's
6: like He's got the worst? I'm physically ill.
2: <laughs> no, Jimmy, Jimmy's the one with mental illness. Deirdre and I have physical illness. Okay. <laughs> uh,
6: but I'm okay. on the mend, so that's good. And I sound normal again. So my voice is back. It's a little gravelly and a little deep, but that's okay. I kind of like it. It's now a little sexy. Now you can sexy. sound like Brenda Now Vicaro. I can do, you know, I can do they some phone sex. If, they
1: want to know if Shazam snores. I, I just wrote like yes,
6: Shazam snores like a foghorn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really cute, though. You can hear him from a mile away. Mm-hmm. He's really cute, though, when he snores Mo-
2: like Most Mastiffs do snore. It's part of their breed. Yeah. They snore a lot. Scooby snored, I think. Oh, Scooby snored. Yeah, they do.
1: So what do we got snoring, going on? Anything snoring. exciting in the world? Well,
6: yeah. Okay, so Chad, I want to see if at some point you can locate the uh, sound effect of when Harry met Sally uh, and she's doing the orgasm, or if you can ah. find anything ah. close to the ah. orgasm. Roger that. Yeah. Why don't if you, you do can, it? let me know. Why don't you do it? No. Why
2: not? Like, like, let's hear what you sound like <laughs> when you have an orgasm. oh
6: no! Oh my god! I'm uh, like, people have to pay for that, no! <laughs> Why <What? Sounds okay. laughs> give that shit free of charge, hell
2: I, no! I, I think her last orgasm was at her prom when she graduated <laughs> high oh, that is school. So that was not only five true. days ago.
6: Exactly! Oh, god, prom was, and gra- I just graduated and prom was like last week. Everybody says you, you sound great, great now. Thank you.
2: Somebody said I sounded like Brenda Vaccaro.
6: I don't know if that's an insult or Compliment.
2: I love Brenda. You know, I know, I but you sound her. like a woman. That doesn't sound. I, 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 really, I work <laughs> with her on a television show called Sarah for 14, 14 or sixteen weeks. I work with oh, her, wow. and I love, love, love you, Brenda Vaccaro. You're well, wonderful.
6: Well, I guess that's oh, good then. I guess it's a compliment. Oh, but yeah. all right. So um, in the meantime, I'm not going to blow my load. Ha ha ha. Sorry. That's so vulgar. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's oh. crude, vulgar, and disgusting. <laughs> Whatever. Even I wouldn't say I'm that. Not gonna, oh. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do the. Yeah, you're it. Uh, oh, perfect. Now I can do it. Oh. All right, keep playing it. Oh God! Oh
3: yes! 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 Oh. Oh. oh!
6: yes! 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 Oh! Yes! Whoa.
0: Yes! Yes!
3: Yes! Yes! Well, not yes! Not supposed to do that now. <laughs> All
6: right, <laughs> girls. <laughs> Girls, do I have something to tell you? We all just heard that amazing orgasm, whether it was fake or not. But if you want to have an orgasm (laughs) like that, girls, guess what you can do? You can go to your doctor and see if he does the O-Shot. Now, the O shot is where they take platelets from your cell, from your own body, which platelets come, I believe, from your blood, um, and they inject it into your Snatch. vagina, right inside Snatch. the vaginal canal, just on the very inside. And then they do another shot of your own platelets right above the clitoris. And it's supposed to make the clitoris more sensitive. So you're. <laughs> this is so, so what gross. happens if you hit it with a vibrator? You have a heart attack? Oh, God. It's like worse than that. I mean, Ah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: The channel is loving it. The channel is, like, loving it. (laughs)
6: you're doing that. The chat room is, I like, mean, loving it. breaking glass. <laughs> like, this is awesome. Needless to, say, needless to say, all the glass makers in your neighborhood are very rich men, because all the women are going to be breaking glass, apparently. And what about the poor guy? Does he inject anything in his wang? No, he'll just, he'll love it. He'll touch her or lick her down there and get her going we like that. Well, I'm sorry, I'm shocked. but it's true. Shocked by well, the- hey, we're, we're talking about getting a, a shot by your clitoris, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. Ow. I don't want any needle. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'll just wait, say wait, that. Wait. I'll speak for myself what, and say what, I'm okay what's the needle gonna feel
2: like going in your
6: clit I don't know but that's painful I've never had any jewelry down there I know a lot of girls Is get it anybody
2: out there ever tattooed their clit please you let can't us tattoo know. no I guess it would feel like when you get a you clit ring you can't tattoo a click, can no. why
6: can't you, you tattoo get a ring
1: click. you can get Ow, a ring you get a ring I once saw a dude who had a penis with a dragon like tattooed on oh, it oh that's just it was in a magazine creepy. not like live <laughs> If yeah, so you crazy. believe
2: that I got a bridge to sell you? <laughs> yes,
6: I agree with Sharon Leah. Thank you. I would never. I mean, I, my I, my orgasms are good right now. Yeah, don't Drew, need, we don't need like, to know that stuff. Oh please, you wanted me to like sing one out for you. Well, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> <You> really? Okay. <laughs> that's acting.
2: Sharon Leah, like, like she, she would not do it either. Went, like what's the name? actor that, she right. didn't really well, have an I orgasm. I did. I did a Meg little bit Ryan. of mine. Meg <laughs> Ryan did not have an orgasm. Trust no, me, I know. especially not fake. from him. No. He you know. couldn't give anybody an audience. Oh, I know. Oh, Billy don't Crystal. say that. I
1: know. He's very nice. Tom uh-huh. Hanks? No, was it? no, it was
6: Billy Crystal. Oh, when Bill- Harry met Sally. Yeah, it's Billy Crystal. Oh,
1: He's Billy- even uglier than You're Tom. You're thinking of
6: the other one is uh, You've Got Males with Tom Hanks right. and Meg Ryan. She always gets not good looking leading men. Yeah, but she was married to Hadi Patati. What's his face? What's her, um, who's Oh, Hadi God. What, what was his name? <gasps> ah. Oh, help me out, chat room. Having like a senior moment. Whatever. Wasn't uh, he married
1: to Dennis Quaid? Yes,
6: yes, yes. Well, when Dennis Quaid was young, he was hot. Yeah,
1: now he, he looks. He's still like, hot. He, he looks terrible now.
6: Uh,
2: well, so old. I, he just—I don't know. I mean, he's still okay. Don't these queens know about facelifts? I mean, what's with them? He's straight. He doesn't. Get I know, facelift. but you guys
1: like Meg Ryan was like man. my was my kid crush. She was on As, <laughs> really? as the World Turns. Uh, I, I thought every it was. day from one thirty to two thirty, she was on As the World Turns, and I would like be sick <laughs> just so I could stay home to watch her on As the World I Turns as a kid.
2: Molly Ringworm.
1: Molly Ringworm. Is after that, <laughs> That's Molly Ringwald's after Molly that. Ringwald. Molly Ringwald is my favorite. Uh, <laughs> of all th- you know, Molly Ringwald. We were having a conversation of like who are the people that like he wants to meet. Fran Drescher. I Drescher want Molly. Ring. Ring- I want Molly Ringwald. All right. She's well, Molly. here's
6: a girl that every girl wants to meet. Okay. And uh, speaking of the O shot and orgasms, apparently this woman has given quite a few women, straight, gay, bi, try, whatever. A few orgasms. That's Ruby Rose from yeah, Orange everybody. Is the New Black. I love her. It's okay, my girl crush.
1: Orange is the new black. Oh, handsome. One
6: Ruby Rose? She's the tattooed one. She's, she's the new one. The model girl. Oh, yeah, she's beautiful. Sin. She
2: ruined her body. Oh, Who cares God. about that? She's the I am totally straight, right but I got to tell you, she's I have a beautiful. crush on her.
6: There is something. She's a sexy, handsome. Like there's she something. She looks like a guy with tits. Yes. Like mm-hmm. there's something very I can't. And so many straight women feel the same way. She it is was so hot. She's trending right now. And I was going through my Instagram and I saw somebody posted. Something really funny on Instagram, and it said, "I thought I was straight until I saw Ruby Rose."
1: <laughs> yeah, I saw that too, and she is so hot. If you guys yeah. are watching Orange she is the New Black, it is awesome. Yeah, and it's great. She's the super hot, tattooed one, and, and she's like She's, a supermodel. Yeah, she's, a, she's supermodel. a supermodel. she's a supermodel. She's model. been she's in Australian. Cosmo, Vogue. She's been in all the major <clears throat> magazines. Yes, there she's, she is. There she is. She is a there's supermodel. There's better
6: pictures of her. Because she's
2: yeah. a drag butch, and she looks and, like and a she's guy.
6: Australian, and there's something kind of like like manly and mysterious yeah. about she's a drag her. Yeah, and that's what's so hot
2: about her.
1: She's a teenage boy. I think she is smoking Me hot. Me too. Though. But I was, she was, is, what is. she
2: should do is when, a, a, a when doesn't h- when Bruce cookies. When Bruce Jenner cuts off his wang, she should go and get it and sew it on her. No, she and doesn't. I don't, she don't she think she. I think no. She's,
6: she's just, just cool guy. the way she is. She's a straight she's, girl. I mean, so she's a straight girl. Sorry,
2: she's a you know gay woman, and
6: she's just. Cool I'm trying, trying to get her is. on the show, you guys. I know. Tweet to Ruby Rose we need you
1: on the show because you're hot. I mean, in like no time, she went from like a model to like now she's like the hottest commodity in Hollywood and.
2: Bringing up Orange is the New Black. It's a show that you really have to digest or try to digest. It's really not uh, entertainment at its best or finest in my book. It's shocking. It's about shock value. It's about showing a disgusting side of the world. All right, they're prisoners, they're criminals, and they're, I I mean, it's just horrific. And for those of you out there who are not familiar with gay people, lesbians do not look like delirium. What is her name? Delirious? Leah Delaria. Leah Deliria is not the typical lesbian, trust me. Uh, Angelina Jolie is No, these are just... The, no, but most is, people think it's based that on a book. Like, so, know, but they always show dykes as big, fat, ugly things with tattoos looking like men. Most lesbians I know are gorgeous. Well, you I mean, never there's know lipstick lesbians
6: gay. too, but... It, She's a lipstick lesbian. Why I yeah. mean, not?
2: Lana Turner was bisexual. Ava Gardner was bisexual. Anyway, you guys... bisexual, not just strictly Well, I'm saying these, these women were breathtaking. Or
1: is the new black is the bomb everybody and we're going to have several of the people coming on the show and it's going to be freaking awesome it is the hottest thing it's the hottest show out right now and it is awesome you have to have
2: a strong stomach if you're going to watch it folks well especially last week the, the episode we saw last about how she was Selling panties to perverts who like to put them on their heads and smell. Oh, them. I don't think that's shocking at all. I don't I think it's disgusting. At all. I just. Oh, it's, it's very big in uh, j- in Japan. I just think it's disgusting, and I think there are certain things that just should not be public because it makes the world look sour. Well, I mean, she's telling she's telling women to 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 discharge in them and make them smell and filthy. Okay, that's disgusting. And then she's selling them to men that masturbate I while know, they well, put that's... them on their heads. Well, do I need to watch this? Is this entertainment? Do I well, need don't to know watch this? it? Uh, Jimmy watches it. I well, always tell him He I, can watch I, it on his own time. That's all. Well, that's what's going to be. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's all right. I, I sit there and I just roll my eyes and say, what happened to 1970? One okay. more sad
6: news, unfortunately. Sir John Hurst has pancreatic cancer. Oh, my gosh. From, yeah, we all know uh, he was in a ton of things recently. Well, you'll know him most most recently by um, Harry Potter. <clears throat> So, um, but he said that he's going to survive. That it's they caught it early on, and he's in a good place where they caught it. What stage is he? He didn't say. They didn't
2: disclose. Because if he's stage one, they'll cut the pancreas out.
6: I don't know. Whatever the case may be, is the only information that he's releasing is that it's it's early on, and that he's going to be okay. So good. fingers crossed. Knocking on wood
1: for you. you Send good back. vibes on, out hang to hang you. Hang on, because we got a caller calling oh. in. And hold on. Hey, chat. Hey, Jeremy. Are
7: you there? I am. Hey, how's
1: it going? Good. I can't see you. Hit your video button. <laughs> <laughs>
7: okay. Where
1: is that? That works. There should be a video button on it. Like It looks like a little video camera okay. icon. There we go. We don't oh, no, see. it didn't work though. It started to. There we oh, go. I it's starting it go. to. Hold on. Let's see. Can you see <laughs> now? Um, yay! Uh, hey! What's up? <laughs> everybody. How do I pronounce Hi. your last name? And then I'm going to introduce you.
7: Okay, cool. Uh, my name is Jeremy Dozier.
1: Doge. Okay, Doger. that's what I thought it was, but well, I, I wanted
7: to this, so it's not fancy. A lot of people try to say Dozier, and I'm like, no, 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 it's just Dozier. I was thinking <laughs> Dozier.
1: Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, actor Jeremy Dozier. Yay, we're very happy to have you, and welcome to the show.
7: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: And we can see you really well. Let me introduce you, everybody. Starting off with, we have our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: How do you do? Meanwhile, you know what you look like right now? You're in those machines in New York City where you used to put a quarter in and you took your picture?
7: Oh, yeah. Photo booth? Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. What is it called?
7: It's photo booth. Photo
2: booth. Doesn't it look like yeah. it? Like it's it's good, good lighting, though. Like yeah. Ready, I, yeah. Ready, yeah it's so,
1: it's lighting, so I like that. <laughs> then we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Hey, Jeremy. Hey. Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Welcome to the show, Jeremy.
7: Thank you. Thank you.
1: And we have a chat room full of people, so say hey to everybody in the chat room.
7: Hey, everybody in the chat room, especially my mom. She's listening, so she's in there, too. <laughs> hey, mom. Hi, Mom.
2: Hi, mom. <laughs> you, so, you've yeah. really got nice teeth. Thank you. It <laughs> does. You have a beautiful <laughs> smile. I wish sure. I had your teeth. I'm going through a whole process now of having my teeth fixed. Torture. Oh, <laughs> I used really? to have nice teeth when I was younger. Then I got older and they they, they sort of like got witchy looking.
1: Oh, everybody wants to know what so your mom's wait, name wait, is. Wait,
2: take care of your teeth so when you get to be my age, 50 again, your teeth will look nice. <laughs> so Thanks. congratulations. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Uh, everybody
1: in the everybody in the chat room is asked, saying how cute you look. And everybody, the reason that we found Jeremy is actually is because we were on, strolling through Netflix one day, and we watched this movie, and the movie's called Dirty, Dirty Girl. Girl. It is one of the best Good indie movie. movies you will ever see on Netflix, because they have so many crappy ones, and it is a really, really great, fun movie. It was funny. And um, Jeremy is is one of the stars of the film, along with Juno Temple and a whole bunch of A-list actors. And, and the Macy, movie Macy, is...
6: Mary and Mila Jovovich. I know,
1: it's a freaking awesome movie, so tell us a little bit about to start off how did you actually get involved with that movie because it says introducing jeremy dozier at the end so that was your first big thing that you got to do in your acting career i i'm assuming by by the fact that it said introducing how did you even get considered for that
7: it was a nationwide casting call and i was in college at the time and Mm -hmm. i answered it and it was like finals week one semester and i literally ripped the sheets off my roommate's bed and tacked them to the wall so that uh it would look professional (laughs) <laughs> and uh send in the tape and uh yeah, it yeah what'd
6: you put on out. your tape real quick sorry to interrupt you when you sent in a tape were there any requirements of of what they wanted you to present or did, was it just you can send in your best and what uh, did you, you send,
7: send in your best they sent uh like three scenes and so you just kind of sent it in and i just did my take on it
1: cool what, well, what yeah, scenes yeah. to do which were the scenes did you have to do for the
2: audition <laughs>
7: <laughs> we did the therapist scene where he's looking at the Photos of the naked people and uh, that's
2: funny. That's a funny bit. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. And then he did the uh, big confrontation scene with uh, his dad, and then one of the scenes with Juno, I think, in her bedroom.
1: Everybody, too, you have to see this first of all. Like, like, uh, so basically, for, for people who haven't seen the movie, the story kind of has two storylines, in a lot of ways. And and um, Juno Temple plays a girl who's looking for her fa- for her real father, and you become like her friend because you guys both get put in like the retarded people's class in a school in school basically uh the slow people whatever it's hilarious i would have stayed in that class because that was the cool (laughs) class anyway you guys end up having to take care of a baby pound of sugar or something and and become like married and become friends and it happens to be that you're you're gay and you're father doesn't want you to be gay, and you guys go on this road trip to find her father and become really good friends, and And this movie has one of the best soundtracks out of any film that you will see, yes. like, ever. 80s, it's yes. It's, like, such a great, great soundtrack. So tell me, are you actually a <laughs> Melissa Manchester? Did you even know who <laughs> Melissa Manchester was? You're...
7: I am so ashamed y- to say that no, I didn't know before the movie, and so as soon as I got the part, I started researching her and watching her on YouTube, and she's such a powerhouse, I and mean, it was so cool, and so... Uh, she actually has a cameo in the film and plays the piano at the end uh talent show and, yeah, so her, yeah. and it was really cool she's such a cool uh lady
1: that the first time but i saw it the second time and um and so basically like you play a gay character and what i think is really real uh, cool about you in general um, is that you're actually like gay and you're, like you're you're an out gay actor in hollywood and your first film you know it, it wasn't like you hit it and said you were playing gay there's hundreds of articles about that yeah, uh, yeah. on the internet all about you uh, and all the most prominent you know gay and lesbian stuff and ron and i are married i don't know if you actually well, know that Well,
2: jimmy's gay <laughs> um they they're the you know we have people out in the press saying that i'm gay and i resent it because jimmy's the one that's gay <laughs> i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> and so well, i'm learning no I'm really, no I,
7: story I, and you're sticking to it so
2: <laughs> on, we were born gay right I was I born. I mean, I never decided one day I'm going to dump my wife and kids and become a fairy. I mean, never. Then no. you're born, Gary. It's so stupid when people think we chose this lifestyle. Who the frig would choose this lifestyle? Getting beaten up. You know, Jimmy and I went in the supermarket. We went to the Gay Pride Parade in Philly. And we both had on t-shirts, Gay Pride. <laughs> no, they said love and, no, Pride and Joy from Macy's. Because Macy's yeah, gave, and, we were at and, an event and, and, and Macy's you know, the gave gay, them to the us. The Gay Colors. Rainbow. And we mm-hmm. live in, in, a, in, in, a, in a mistake, actually. We, we <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way of putting <laughs> no, it. No, it's a mistake. Because we live <laughs> wow. in a very, very tight-ass, waspy neighborhood in Pennsylvania. Uh, and we went in the supermarket and I felt like a black person. In a Ku Klux Klan wedding, (laughs) I mean, really, we as we walked through, people were staring at us, dirty look, shocked look, like like I had my wang out. I mean, shocked, (laughs) like oh my God, look at these two faggots! And I just wanted to spit in their faces, but of (laughs) course, I was a gentleman, so I just you know gave them karate shots behind the head and tripped the old ladies. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. It's amazing how in this day and age. If you go in certain parts of the United States where there's so a lot homo- of parts homo- of the United States, homophobic, it's really for the birds. And people like you and Jimmy and I are, are really doing great for gay people because they see us, they like us, they know we're normal, they enjoy our talent, and they want to be our friends. And I think that you're, like, we are goodwill people. Well, they realize
6: that you guys are part of the decent species of humanity. You know, not all people are decent, but at well, least the gay people. people that's, what the the saying, exactly. the, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's why I'm saying you are users. a part of the decent but, human race. We gosh. are all gay and straight. doesn't matter. We're all a part of the decent human race. And I think that's really the only important thing. And look at you.
1: You
2: look so nice and decent.
1: Thank
7: you. I know. I got dressed up for you today. So <laughs> I actually
1: think for, uh, for a first film, first of all, for, for you to be involved in such a big film. Um, everybody, too. Because I really think everybody needs to see this film. I've watched it three <laughs> times. Like I really like, like it. I,
2: I really enjoyed it. And, and some uh, of those films I don't care for; they're a little too stupid for me. So listen to this but cast. Yours, though, I enjoyed. I you guys really
1: listen to this cast for anybody who has not seen this film. I'm actually they're on Twitter also. It's at Dirty Girl Movie and Juno Temple. You guys might not know her by name, um, but like she's been in a ton of movies. She was in Maleficent. She was in Horns with the uh, um, Daniel Radcliffe. She's in Dark Knight Rises. I mean, she's having a great, great career. Mila, jo- jo- how do you say her last name? Jovovich? Jovovich. Yeah, Jovovich. Um, you know, everybody like knows her. She's like awesome, she's and all those Resident, Resident Evil, turned, all those Evil moves. Yeah. yeah, Mary Steenburgen. She's good. Mary Steenburgen plays your mother. How uh, was
7: Mary Steenburgen? I mean, first time on film and. And I have an Oscar winner as my mom and a country music star as my dad. So, yeah, it's crazy. And, it's crazy. and you know what? Huh?
6: Mary's also a candle maker. I buy her candles and I love them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> her and her daughter, sell, they actually make and sell candles and I love them. How, I have one. How is she
7: her, everything. She writes music, too. She wrote uh, one of the songs with Melissa Manchester in the movie. So, yeah. Also, William
1: H. Macy's is in it. Dwight Yoakam plays his dad. And Tim McGraw, who... Who is everybody knows him as a country singer, but he's been in all kinds of like (laughs) movies now. He's in a whole bunch. He was actually in. What's the the refer the movie uh with Sandra Bullock and the blindside guy that we had on the Aaron? Oh, uh, bl- uh blindside. blindside. He plays the the father on the blindside. We had him on the show and uh Well, let's so- get back to you. Where are you going next? What are you doing? Oh, wait, wait. Don't I, go wanna go hear. There yet. I don't I don't want to go there yet. I want to talk cuz like that's a- how many people my first film cuz I've been in like a whole bunch of really crappy yeah. crappy one indie films. A- one dog
2: after another. They're all terrible.
1: I uh, know it's true. They're all terrible. I don't I'm not really good uh, yeah. Yes. I'm not like you are, but like, how cool is that for your first film? You know, to have like all these like amazing A-list, you know, A-list actors in your very first film. Like, was that like intimidating at
2: all? Because like I, I, I got to meet a lot of A-list actors. Of but let to ask him a question. That. Had you acted before? Have you acted before?
7: I did. I was actually studying uh, theater in college, and so I had done a lot of stage stuff and had taken classes on how to do. Film acting and had done short films, but I'd never done a true feature film. So that was the first time and working with that cast was very intimidating. I mean, coming on set and they all know what they're doing. And I just felt like the (laughs) the new kid trying to trying to not mess it up.
2: Did you remember your lines?
7: I did, I did. That's something I'm good at. I have a good memory. That's the only
2: thing actors hate about other actors if they're not prepared and they don't know their lines because it screws up your performance. So you could be a lousy actor. As long as you know your lines, you'll, you'll get work. (laughs) <laughs>
1: jimmy got, i know, get work because i'm right. lousy i only get work because like a million and a half people listen to this show and yeah. like that people want me to promote it and i promote it if i get a
2: line let me tell you a quick little story jimmy was and i were in a movie together i won't even mention it because <laughs> the movie was so bad and jimmy didn't was wanting me to read lines with him so i'm sitting down and i said okay jimmy read me your line and then the monster came out of the water. <laughs> I'm not I that, said, I'm I said, not that bad. bad. You have to act it. <sighs> Say, and then the monster came out of the water. Okay, do it, Jimmy. And then the monster came out of the water. <laughs> and somebody that read lines like it was reading a book. Aww. No, I'm not making fun. He's wonderful on his show. He's a be- he's the best. I'm interviewer. a lot better. He's more of a radio
6: personality <laughs> than an actor, but a Jimmy, screen actor. Jimmy, Jimmy,
2: if ever they need somebody to portray a bad actor, I want Jimmy to get the part. <laughs> Yeah.
7: I have a friend that I have another story about that too because my friend was a new actor and she her whole line was, Well myself and so she just went around saying, Well myself, well myself, well myself <laughs> I mean it's just like yeah every iteration that I you could do like myself.
3: <laughs> so there's a scene so there's a
1: scene in the film too, everybody, where they're going cross country and they need money and um so and, and, and uh Juno she's super hot and so they yeah. she seems thing for like a strip tease thing where you can like go and do a strip tease to win that fifty bucks great. and they need money. And so during it she's strip teasing and, and Jeremy's character automatically realizes finally after like a few minutes that it's a gay bar. Yep. And so uh, and he runs up to her and like it's a gay bar and she tells him he has to do the strip tease. And so he gets up there and does yep. like his strip tease to Sheena Easton Strut, who I love yes. Sheena Easton. And uh, and it was awesome. And, and, like, I didn't like the afterwards when your father was there. I didn't like that part, really. But well, that, but the that, fact that, that, that you did the, it was that, yeah. f- just fa- – I, I just think the whole movie – uh, st- I'm just amazed. The whole movie was – it was just so much fun. I, I you work know, for uh, the largest independent record label in the world, so music is really important. And the way they, they chose the music to go with all the scenes and the way you guys acted out, you know, all the different parts of it, I just thought it was put together so incredibly well that – but I, and,
7: and I related to and the,
2: movie, Silly, the director. Plus. He
7: uh he uh danced on Broadway and so music is kind of how he interprets oh. things and so he handpicked all those songs and cut it together and wrote it and directed it and just did an amazing job. So yeah, had you heard a lot
1: of those because you probably weren't even born when those songs were like out? No, he's an 86 baby.
7: That's yes. true. Uh, you and
1: a baby, so you no, were. I was 86. That's so cool. Okay, go ahead.
2: <laughs> um, seriously now about this film why i enjoyed it so is i related to it your character was me my father gave me the same hard time that your character father gave you i had a very dear friend of mine i won't mention her name but she was a feminine lesbian a beautiful gorgeous lesbian girl and we hung out together and we used to travel together and we got stranded in florida one time and she said, I'm going to like be a hooker. I said, what do you mean you're going to be a hooker? You're, not, you're a virgin. You're a lesbian. You never even <laughs> had a man. She said, you stay in the closet. I'm going to bring somebody in the, in the hotel room, get the money, and then you come out if he tries to screw me. I said... But of course he's gonna to try to screw you. That's what yeah. he's paying you for. What are you stupid? Well, as it was, it never went off. But the thought of even doing that, when I'm watching this film, I said, yeah, I wonder if I told that story to anybody <laughs> when I lived in LA and they decided to jot it down from the next table. But it's a true story. And it's very it
7: ish-ish. Yeah, it's based on a uh, flash. It's, it, it's, oh,
2: it's true. I
7: thought you were talking about the movie. The movie.
2: So much of that movie, I know people that have been done and were. What that, whoever wrote that wrote it from an experience. It wasn't from the head. Who wrote it anyway, do you know?
7: Abe Sylvia, the director, wrote it.
2: He wrote, uh, he wrote and directed it. Fabulous. Are you getting any royalties on it?
7: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get checks every now and then. And so I want, want everybody to see I it. want yes, everybody Netflix. out there to go to ninety nine
2: <laughs> and watch it. It's really an in- incredible film. And if you have a gay child, watch it. Because it shows you how stupid you could be.
1: I cried at the end. I watched the end of it again today just to remember it. And that's when I actually realized that Melissa Manchester was – because I didn't catch that the first time. And uh, when you guys are singing Don't Cry Out Loud at the end and, like, you show up – and your military outfit and everything, I was yeah. like balling like a little girl, I swear. Yeah. It was just awesome. But what I want to do real quick is we're going to play the trailer so people can see the trailer. Then we'll come back and talk about what else is what, I just want to
2: make my on. final remark. For those parents out there who are punishing their children for being gay, stop it. They were born that way. You made them that way. It's a gene pool. There were relatives <laughs> hundreds of years back that were gay, and the gay gene keeps appearing every other generation so your family tree made that child gay nothing else did stop punishing him or her love them they're your children god damn it
1: there you go i like that too mm. so so actually um chad do you have the trailer so hi. everybody can see it hi captain all right jeremy how about you introduce it we'll play it it's only like two minutes long and then we'll be uh, back to talk with you
7: all right here's the trailer for uh dirty girl
0: I've heard it said, this here's a man's world. And some girls, they believe it. Primping and fussing and hoping a boy will look her way. If it's a man's world, God wouldn't have made me.
4: The only safe sex
7: is no sex.
4: What are your thoughts on the pull-out method? Danielle, nobody likes
6: a dirty girl.
7: Why don't you just head right on back there with Clark? Today we are going to start a project that will teach us that parenthood is no joke. Right, Sabrina? Yeah. These sacks of flour will be your bundles of
0: joy. Name? Not Joan, like Joan Jack.
7: Or Crawford?
0: Is there some sort of special gene that makes you say Crawford when I say Jim?
7: After your mother and I are married, I'm going to adopt
0: you. The hell you are! My dad and my mom were her
7: high school sweethearts. If they were high school sweethearts, he would be in her yearbook.
0: Assistant coach Danny Briggs. Mom, oh, we've got to go. You're taking me to California.
7: I can't steal my dad's car. It's my
0: chance. <laughs> My son has run off with your daughter. Ah! Me and my husband need a room.
7: You ever tried magic fingers? Ah!
0: Oops. You've got to be more careful with her. Did you see that guy? Pull over. This is a distraction from our stated goals.
3: Cash or charge? Cash. Charge.
0: Your card's been reported stolen. We're supposed
7: to be together we're running toward something Danielle. I am just running away.
0: I need to go after her Danny Briggs it
2: must be Sue Ann's little girl
0: sometimes you got to accept what life throws at you to find out what you're made of
2: You don't know who you're dealing with. Looks
1: good. There
0: you Mm. go,
2: everybody. You're a damn good actor for a first time out. Let me tell you, you got it. You're going to be big. (laughs) Keep pushing. No, keep pushing. You've got all of the qualities it takes to be (laughs) a good actor.
1: I think it's funny, too, because we watch a lot of like indie movies because like we're, I'm kind of like the king of indie, And
2: all of our friends are in them. And all are. our friends are in all these indie movies
1: on Netflix, so we watch right. them all the time. And, and all the time we get on the show and we're like, okay, these are the movies that we watch. Don't watch them. They're terrible. This is like, for real, you guys, this is a really, really good movie. This is a really fun movie. Jeremy's fantastic. The whole cast is fantastic. The, the soundtrack has Melissa Manchester, Pat Benatar, Joan Jett, Tanya Tucker, the Oak Ridge Boys, Bow Wow Wow, Tina Marie, Belinda Carlisle, Sheena Easton new shoes oh, who, new, East, and new, I new shoes. who's been on our show a million times um uh and and it's just really really cool and so congratulations on on, on being in the movie do you, do you ever like get to stay in touch with any of the people that were in it
7: oh absolutely yeah yeah um I kind of view them as, like, college friends. You know, we go months or years without talking, but every time we get together, it's just right back in there, so. Exactly
1: how it is with me. So after that, then I noticed, too, uh, first of all, you did a horror movie. Now, I haven't seen it yet because I just saw it on IMTB today uh, with Bad Behavior. I actually know Linda Hamilton, though. I've met her several times, and uh, so, like, and you're on the cover of The Box, um, like, so it's a horror movie, right?
7: It's like a suspense thriller, yeah. So it's about uh, this babysitter who comes and babysits for this family. And over the course of the film, she finds out that they aren't exactly what they're presenting themselves as. Mm. So uh, it was fun. I got to play a schizophrenic and uh, kind of terrorize everybody. So it was really fun and, and really different from Dirty Girls.
2: That's a good – every actor wants that part. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you know that I, I, I've interviewed <clears throat> many, many celebrities, like great stars like Tony Curtis. Do you know who he was? Mm-hmm. Okay. When I interviewed Tony, I said, what role out of all your roles did you enjoy the most? And he said, being in drag for Some Like It Hot. He said, because every actor, when you talk, they all want to be in drag. And if you look at the list of all the heterosexual actors that have been in drag, it's an incredibly long list. So most actors, that's the cha- the role that they find the most challenging. What do you think would be your most challenging role?
7: Huh? Um... <clears throat> i think it I think it would be uh probably well playing schizophrenic was was really challenging because it's hard to find the balance of playing him real, but at the same time uh you know uh not playing him too crazy, so I think playing somebody who's mentally ill would probably be the biggest challenge.
2: Mm-hmm. That would be easy for me because I am mentally
7: ill. I'll <laughs> well, do a case study of you then next time. I'll just call you I, up. Like,
2: <laughs> you know, right now I'm acting normal, so this is
6: acting.
7: <laughs> 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 Day, which is We're good.
6: excited to see you for your up-and-coming film that's coming out yes, January 21st, 2016, Rock, Paper, Scissors. Would you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? that. and That's sounds, coming out in the next six months. So. That sounds good. What a it, title. It, it,
7: such a good film and I'm so excited because I shot it a couple years ago and it's kind of been in production hell where it just hasn't been done. And um, it's a it's a teen comedy about these group of misfits who are in high school and they hate their hometown and so they end up forming a rock, paper, scissors team and go to nationals so that they can win the prize money and get the hell out of that town. So <laughs> it it's a be- lot of fun. <laughs> yeah.
6: Are you playing a straight kid or a, or a gay kid?
7: A, a straight kid,
6: yes. Street kid. Oh, so we get to see you on the flip side. That there you uh, go. Well,
2: he doesn't want to typecast. No, as we a, want to do everything as an actor. I mean, you know, that's why. Uh, you know, Tab Hunter. Do you know Tab Hunter? The name? No you don't know I'm going to kill myself
6: he's 20 <laughs> he's, he's 20, 20 T- not Hun- even
2: Tab no, Hunter no, was one you? of the most gorgeous he's 30 men. Tab Hunter was one of the most gorgeous men in the world a German blonde looking actor he went out with Sandra Dee and Natalie Wood and all the days of the 50s he was the heartthrob he sang anyway I interviewed Tab and we've become friends since the interview and Tab I said to him why didn't you come out earlier about being gay and he was lovers with Anthony Perkins who was the psycho you oh, know yeah, yeah lovers for many years. I said, why didn't you come out? He said, Ron, back then I couldn't because they wouldn't hire me. Now, he said, they would typecast me as a gay actor. And he doesn't want that. So he came out writing a book, but he's not working anymore because he's 78 years old. Still gorgeous, still sexy, still a hot guy. That's Tam Hunter. I <laughs> Actually, love you. though,
1: you were also on iCarly, right? I was. I, I did a couple episodes I, of iCarly. I've never seen iCarly, but you did a couple episodes. I mean, so like the the Dirty Girl movie opened up a lot of doors because look at all the cool stuff you're doing.
7: It did, yeah. And it what's great about Dirty Girls that it, it ends up on Netflix every couple years, and then everybody rediscovers it, like you guys. So it's great. It, it's been a great experience.
2: What theater did you do? I, I want to just ask one question. Do you have a good agent? Do you like your agent?
7: I don't have an agent right now. I, I'm in the process of looking. So
2: don't even Anything get it. No, <laughs> ruin your career. No, agents will destroy you, right? Until, until you yeah, can get a can't, really big one.
6: Yeah, but you can't get any work unless you have an agent. They make agent, all so your hard.
2: decisions and they make the wrong decisions. Well, that's decisions. only if you let
6: them. You have to really make I sure mean, your contract I know so many
2: is, famous, I mean, superstars that will tell you stories. I mean, legendary. That's
6: managers. That's managers ma- yeah, managers. managers. Yeah, ma- agents what am I talking are, about? You're talking about managers. You're talking about managers. Sorry, sorry, so managers. sorry. Yeah, so old. Old. You need an agent. A I'm manager old. is you something you get when you need someone to manage your career. Don't You get a talent
2: agent when you want to get rolling. Yeah, do not get a manager because they will ruin you. <laughs> so what,
1: So you, where are you originally from?
7: Texas. It's a very Texas-centric show today. I'm from Houston, outside of Houston.
1: Okay, so Texas. it's our second Texas person. So now you're in, But now you live in L.A.? I do. Did? Okay, now you live in L.A. because I think in one of your emails you wrote, aren't you doing something with like the groundlings or something like the groundlings?
7: I or am. No? I, I'm in a class right now. I'm in writing lab with the groundlings. So I'm writing what? sketches and doing that whole thing
2: excellent now if you had to tell anybody out there that's an actor or actress that's wanting to be do you think they should be in LA to get film work or New York or down south in New Orleans or wherever where would you suggest a young actor starting off to go to get film work
7: Uh, I think it's different today I think a couple years ago it was really different and you had to be in LA but these days so many people are coming from YouTube and and stuff like that and so you can create your own material and then end up uh, on TV shows or in movies doing that. I think L.A. is where, uh, you know, movies are based. And so if you want to be in movies, it's a good idea to move here. But I know there's a lot of out-of-state work in New Orleans. And uh, New York's mainly for theater, from what I understand. So if you want to do Broadway and musicals.
2: Our co-host is Deirdre. She was in New Orleans, and she made a few films there. Yeah, New Orleans is. But they just
6: lost their um, their tax credit oh, they cap. did lose it? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Who's yeah, that? so now it's capped at goodbye. $180 million, So a lot of people are pulling out in the goodbye, next two years. To going to um, Atlanta, yes. um, Texas. And apparently New Mexico is really hot right now for filming, too. They're filming a lot of stuff in New Mexico because they have great tax incentives. New York is still strong because it's got a $490 million tax credit. It's got the highest out of all the states. So so, so if you could
1: be like, if you could have been in any movie. First of all, who was, who's your like... Ah, uh, we'll do two questions. Who would be your like, if you could like act with anybody? Who would be your favorite co-star? If you could pick anybody in the world to act with, who would you like to be have as a, as a co-star?
7: Ooh. Um. Well, I think you know the the common one is Meryl Streep. I would love to be opposite Meryl Streep. Or I I love House of Cards, so I love Kevin Spacey. I think he. Yeah, be- House
1: of Cards is yeah. awesome.
7: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So
1: good. Hold on. Let's go around. Um. And you
6: think about it. I know my Ooh. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like, hmm. I mean, Meryl Streep, I mean, she's amazing. Any of the greats, like Judy Dench, Meryl Streep. Oh, I like Dench. Okay, what about um,
2: you? Only because I worked with her when I was 19, Sophia Loren. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to work a power film with her. I'd like to play her husband, and we're in a terrible situation, because her her energy, her strength, her power, her incredible ability to become... This forceful woman without being insane thrills me. And when Sophia plays those parts, it was a wonderful movie I saw that not many people see. saw. It was made in Italy. It was called The, the Telephone. And the entire film is she on a telephone talking to her ex-husband. I have never to date seen a perform not even Meryl Streep or Judy Dench, who I adore. Has anybody done a performance like her in this film? Please go watch it. This is for you to watch because you're going to (laughs) learn. You're going to learn eyes. You're going to learn cheeks. You're going to learn fingers. The way she works, every part of her body, the entire and the film is not boring. There you go. And she cries and she laughs and she goes through all the moods. I just think she's still one of the most brilliant actresses. Okay, so
1: let's go. Let's move to the second part of the question.
2: (laughs) So, like, if you could have been like in any movie
1: that's ever been out, what movie would you like to be in?
7: Ooh, that's a good question. Um. One of my favorite films is Silence of the Lambs, and I, I love that film,
1: so I would I love to have been that film. Uh-uh. Yeah, I like that one,
6: too. Yeah, that's – oh, it's like, I don't want to copy you, because – but you bring <laughs> up such – that's – yeah, I mean, Jodie Foster was amazing in that. Um, let me see. What, what was one of the films that I would have – oh, God,
1: there's so many. I'd want to be in The Lost Boys. I freaking love that movie. It, you probably it came out before you were even, like, born, probably, so, like, you don't, might not even – do you know The Lost Boys?
7: I've heard of it, but I haven't seen
6: it. it Vampire came out, movie. I with- think it came out in nineteen eighty seven. So he, yeah, or, yeah, he yeah you one. were like that's one That's my favorite,
1: two. like horror, because I like horror, horror movies, <laughs> and, horror movies, and so like that's like one of my all time favorite movies, and and uh, and I know a lot of the people in it. It was just a fun movie. What about you?
2: Well, for me, it would be so I'd have the opportunity to work. Opposite Betty Davis, who I knew, who was a friend, who was sensational. And I'd love to have been in Now Voyager playing Paul Henri's part as the lover. It's a beautiful love story. And just the thrill of working with Betty Davis. Uh, you know, I, I knew her socially, and I always said that to her. I wish that we were the same age. And she said, Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, she <laughs> was nasty like that. No. She said, Who wants to be this fucking age? <laughs> you know, so that's what Betty would say. But um, to work with Betty Davis, yeah, in one of those movies. They were wonderful love stories.
6: Okay, I would probably say, going back, if I can go back in time, Hitchcock, I would have loved to have done oh, like, yeah. like Vertigo so, or Rear Window. Yeah. Number one, to work with Jimmy Stewart as my co-star, because mm-hmm. I would be replacing Kim Novak or obviously um, uh, Grace Kelly. But
2: yeah, one of the Hitchcock yeah, well, films. I, take, I, I would like to do North... Uh, oh, north by, north by northwest. North by northwest. So I could throw Cary Grant down and make out with him. Oh, I
1: like Cary <laughs> Grant too.
2: Actually. And he, like and he was gay, so actually, he, he know- wouldn't have fought me <laughs> off in those days.
1: Actually, do you know who Cary <laughs> Grant is?
7: I do. Yeah.
2: Well, was, you know, was, he was family. He was gay. Like,
1: this oh, is okay. just, we yeah, always, he was.
2: He was lovers with Randolph Scott. We for many always years. talk
1: all. We always talk all well, all the to- time about like. Um, you know, the people who were stars of his generation are different than than, he, than the stars of my generation, even though we're close to the same age. And same thing with her generation.
7: Who do you consider, like, for your generation,
1: like, to be the big stars of your generation?
7: Oh, um, well, I think uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a huge star, Zac mm-hmm. Efron, uh, those type of people, definitely. Yeah.
2: Okay, that's good. Angelina Jolie.
7: That's yeah, good. yeah.
2: Though whose generation is it? Oh, uh,
1: she's like
2: 50 and he's like
1: 20
2: something. <laughs> Angelina Jolie I mean, is exactly Deirdre's age. Uh, they okay. went to school together. Well, either way,
1: I mean, his generation,
2: his age group. I mean, what are you, 20, 25? No, what are you?
7: 29. Just 20, turned 29.
2: 20, looking much younger. so you're only, you're only 11 years younger than Angie. <laughs> I think that's so cool. Oh my god, you are evil queen. <laughs> I know.
6: Angie was like 10 years older than me. Jeremy and I are like a couple of years apart. Jeremy, I just, um, Angie was my, I'm following you on Twitter. So follow me. I said
2: you went to school with Angie. I didn't say you were in the same class.
6: Right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, because I am nowhere near her age. (laughs) Tisk, to- tisk. Which are the ways?
1: by the way, too, you guys. Uh, you, if she you was wanna- like this older
6: cool girl that I used to like look up to. Yeah, she used to babysit Deirdre. Yeah.
1: Actually,
6: She's too, awesome you guys, babys- if you want. Shut up. Shut up. You are so evil. All right, fine. Fucking 40.
2: God damn it. <laughs> go on my IMDB page and see it I don't really
6: give a shit I mean, Yeah, I, I know I'm
2: 40 you know, years old I, and I stopped lying <laughs> I stopped lying about my age because <clears> it's stupid if the studios don't want me because I'm 75 screw them I have what to offer them that no young you know what I has. say
6: to that I mean you're 30 so you're still young and you're a guy so it's a lot easier but girls women that are 40 in my, in, in my career and I don't even have a name for myself yet so I'm I'm still kind of like you know in that screwy situation but my thing is is like you know what I don't care if I make it when I'm 50 or 60. You know, there are so many older actors that have been doing it for 20, 30 years. That's right. That they And I don't want to be famous. I just want to be working consistently, yes, making right. a really good salary, actually doing projects that I love, either episodic or, or film. I don't care. I just, you know, even if you get that recognition at 50, that's fine.
2: An actress or an actor will go to 100 if they are an yeah. actor or an actress. Thanks. But if you're a face, a body, and a well, pair if you're of a tits, fame whore, you ain't going anywhere. Right. You're going to be 35, washed up, goodbye, Jack. Jeremy and I will be
6: doing theater 20 years from now. Screw it. What are you going
2: to do? I started off in theater, too. I I was 74 when I did my last film, of which we will not (laughs) mention the title. But I played a cop from New York. No, you were
6: 73.
2: I was 73 when I did that film. And I was thrilled at 73 to be third lead. I mean, third lead in the film at 73. I played a nasty Brooklyn cop, mean, ornery cop. And I was happy. Okay, so let's move forward because cause we got no three time. minutes. So what? <gasps> what do we have on the horizon? Anything?
1: Okay, we got the new movie coming out soon. Is there anything else in the horizon that we should know about?
7: I'm working on a web series. It's untitled right now, but I, I uh, in the past few years have started writing, and so I wrote a feature and a pilot, and uh, I'm doing a web series. And so we're hoping it's in pre-production right now. We're going to shoot in the fall, and hopefully it'll come out uh, early January. So
6: oh, oh, well. it's SAG so- or is it not Union?
7: Um, we're still, we're still dealing with all that and casting, but, uh, yeah, it's about two, uh, Beverly Hills brats who end up getting cut off by their dad and they have to face the real world for the first time. And it's very ab esque. So it'll be fun. That's it'll awesome. be really That's good. Nice. Well, if you're looking
2: for an older sister, Deirdre's looking for work. <laughs> I am looking for, I'm always looking for work, but <laughs> not me. I'm exhausted. I work enough with this stupid show and all the other crap that I do. But uh, I, I hope one day to meet you. Was with, with everybody in, in
1: the chat room was talking about how cute you are.
2: Yeah, oh, he's,
1: he's, he's a
2: great guest, great, is guest is guest great and guest. how he is a great guy.
6: He's interesting, interesting guy. He's Very nice. nice. There yes, we go. So is. if you
1: guys want to find out more about Jeremy, you can follow him on Twitter. It's at Jeremy Dozier. It's J A R E M Y D O Z I E R. He's also on what Tumblr? What is the other one?
7: Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram. I do them all. So yeah, it's Jeremy Dozier on all of them. You Jeremy Dozier Facebook. on all of them.
2: I have something yes. to ask of you jimmy and i are contemplating moving back to the coast because we have all kinds of offers for us out there i'm going to ask you one day to come in on one of our benefits that we do when your name is really big and you're a superstar you're not going to forget me because i'll beat the shit out of you (laughs) in plain english so i'm Uh going to call on you and i'm going to say okay big shot remember when you were starting off i need you now to be like a grand marshal in one of our pride parades or I need you to come on and do something for AIDS. I need you and I'm expecting you to come and help us.
7: Absolutely. I am down for any type of charity. So, yeah, got it, you have
2: to work. Got it on film. That's it. That's got all. it on
7: film. Hopefully I'm <laughs> a big star, you know, pretty soon. I so. <laughs>
1: You already—I uh, think you are too. You're well on your way. I really think that all your work so far is fabulous. I'm gonna actually go now and find find the horror movie that I saw that you're in. I'm gonna go find it so I can watch it. Uh, the thriller movie. Um, everybody follow Jeremy on Twitter. And when you have your web series all set and it's ready to come out, let us know. We'll bring you back. Maybe we'll do a cast show or something. Bring everybody on to promote it. It would be a lot of fun. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. You're fabulous, and yeah, we really awesome, enjoyed man. it. Thank
2: you. See you in L.A. I hope. Bye. Yeah,
1: definitely. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Some say goodbye to your mom. <laughs> Bye, Mom. Bye, Mom. Oh, i crazy. Bye, Jill. Bye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Jeremy. Thank you. A, oh, I what love him. He's sweet so kid.
2: sweet. He's a sweet he's kid. He's
6: like, if I was living out in L.A., I would want him Hang to out, have, like,
2: yeah. I'd be like, let's go get coffee. Let's go right. to the, you know, bars. Get no, some he's drinks. a sweet kid. I hope Hollywood doesn't spoil him. No. Well, no. you know, what, in our business, the rat bastards you have to meet and put that up That movie with-
1: came out in 2010, though. 11. 2011. So that was five years ago. And he's, he's done, like, a, a couple good projects every year. And he's writing before. his
6: own stuff. He's smart. He's That's smart. what I need to start doing,
2: but I'm not well, a very he, good writer, he, he, so a, I need someone an, to collaborate with me. He's excellent character actor. Yeah. And he's going to be a very important character actor as time goes on. I could see it already. There's a glow about him. He's got a very big aura. He's got a, a very successful aura. And... It, his look is very important now in film. That's what everybody I need to do. So- I need to
6: go to character. I need to become a character Everybody oh, see t-
2: Everybody go t- see...
1: Everybody look up Dirty Girl on Netflix. We got to go because we're running <clears> out of time. Oh. Chad, how much time do we have? Oh,
2: no. It's time to go. Oh, wait! I, wait! I gotta say something. We're not gonna see you next week. Remember, next uh, Wednesday it's a repeat because we're in California. Oh, they're flying, yeah. And and we will be interviewing people out there. Hopefully, I can get some celebrity friends of mine to do a ten-minute interview that we could show you when we get back.
1: Yes, everybody, and uh, thanks for tuning in. And we want to thank David Martinez and Jeremy Dozier and
6: NYCSecondChanceRescue.org. dot org. It's a new organization that I'm promoting.
1: Everybody thanks. we don't have time. Everybody thanks. we love you. You can hear us on W4CY Radio with Chad, everybody, and all the rest of them you know, check out and our I website, Jimmy Radio. Star Jimmy and you can check them all out. Sorry we ran out of time, but we had a blast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye. Two weeks. Jimmy One day I was walking down the street.
4: My mate come up to me and said, Hey mate, wanna go to a party? party, 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 party. I'm like, what are you talking about, love? I ain't got no gums.
3: gums. gums. I need some